Back with another one, High Response Marketing Podcast, episode 43. Got a good one today. I was I posted something on Facebook the other day. I'm looking at leasing a car. And all I did was post, I'm leasing a car. Uh, any tips? Any tips on getting the best deal? That was what I asked. And I was not prepared for this. I was not prepared to see all these responses were like, it was, it was like, everyone was like, you are stupid. I mean, like pretty much like the leasing is the dumbest thing ever. Why would you want to lease? Don't lease buy, uh, leasing is for dummies. Leasing is stupid. Leasing is the dumbest thing you do, except for very rare circumstances. You do not lease like lease, lease. It was like, it was almost like this trigger had just been set off and be like, no, leasing is stupid. Leasing is bad. Never lease. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I really couldn't. I was like, whoa. I'm like, I just assumed that. Now, look, I know the difference between leasing and buying. And I understand why leases could be bad for many people. I get that. But I never, but I had done, you know, I had done a lot of research and made up my, the decision that leasing was right for my situation. It was the right, it was, there, it was the best choice by far. And I just assumed that anyone else, like I wasn't looking for, should I lease? I didn't ask that. I just assumed everyone would be like, okay, you figured out leasing is the, you know, here's some tips on how you can get the best deal. I didn't, I, I did not expect so especially from some people that I just totally didn't expect to hear that from that they would be so triggered by like leasing is so bad. And this is not a podcast about leasing. <laughs> Thankfully, uh, it's just me talking. So we don't have to hear, hear a bunch of people saying how stupid leasing is. This is not a ta This is not about leasing a car. Uh, I already leased one. At least, a, what did I get? A uh, 21 uh, Highland, Highlander XLE. Uh, but it's the fact that, especially marketers, because my Facebook is for the most part filled with marketers, that we jumped so fast to this conclusion that leasing is just bad, 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 bad. Bad investment, stupid decision, uh, d it just dumb, dumbest thing you can do ever. I couldn't believe it. And it further confirms that a big problem that I see marketers have, and it's, it's a big, I've written about it in many of my courses, any coachings I've done, uh, this is something I often have to rectify. And it's that you can't just see something like an action someone's taking and just automatically just assume it's bad just because you heard that. Like, it's like saying, you know, iPhone's bad, bad. Don't get an iPhone. Oh, you have an iPhone, bad. Well, maybe uh, that person could only use iPhones. You know, maybe there was a feature that only iPhones had. Maybe their, their company gave them the iPhone. Okay. Maybe you don't know their situation. Like 
Maybe there's someone running around with a Blackberry. You're like, Blackberry is so stupid. Maybe there's a freaking, maybe, uh, isn't it like the president has to use a Blackberry or something because it's like the only secure one or something? Or I probably got that wrong, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what someone's situation is. Why are you just jumping to this immediate conclusion and making this blanket statement that whatever it is is bad? I see this happen. This will stunt your growth in marketing. It'll probably stunt your growth in, in life, but whatever. Uh, in marketing, it will stunt your growth because you will, I see this often. Someone will get into something, like I'm into direct mail, right? I'm like huge into direct mail and printing. Or someone's really into SEO or whatever. And they go into a business, they prospect the business or they're talking with a business owner and the business owner is talking about marketing, and you, you have already in your mind SEO is the, is the best thing in the world. SEO is going to solve all your problems. Direct mail is going to solve It's going to be the perfect solution. A postcard spot is going to be the perfect solution. This is what you need. Everything else you're doing is stupid. You need this. And you go in there with that thing, and you're like just trying to push this thing without maybe trying to look at their situation. Guess what? I love direct mail, and I will sell direct mail if they want to buy something with direct mail, postcards, or whatever. But it's not always their best. It's not always in their best interest. Some people don't aren't a good fit for direct mail. Some people aren't a good fit for SEO. Some people aren't a good fit for even having a website. Like it's not everyone. Depends on their situation. You can't just go in and say this is the best thing for you. You need to do this without looking at their situation. Everyone's situation is different. There are reasons why this service or this program or whatever will be a good fit for that person. Don't just go assuming that it's all, but don't, this is no different than the business owners who you mention direct mail and they're instantly like, Oh, direct mail stupid. I tried that. It's dumb. Whoever uses direct mail stupid. You know, they're making the same dumb decision just because they heard that word. Oh, SEO stupid. Google AdWords dumb. Worst thing in the world. Tried it. Guarantee you, for many people, Google AdWords works, SEO works, uh, even writing a blog works. Like it, it, you have to look at their situations and see what is the best fit. I get if you're selling a service and you want to make that service look as attractive as possible and try to fit as many people's situations as possible. I get that, but when if you're when you're working like on a higher level, let's say you're hired to consult with someone or you're sitting down with a business owner, you have a wide variety of things to sell them or some kind of variety, and you're, you, you need to figure out what they're doing. I talk about this in depth in my masterclass, highresponsemarketing.com slash masterclass, because really this is the kind of stuff that will, this is the kind of stuff that can make you really successful when you're sitting down with a client, you know, you're getting people that are like, I got to talk to you. I heard you're the best guy. You, I, I have this problem, this problem. You're going, in those situations, you can't just be rattling off, oh, this is stupid, this is stupid, this is dumb, you got to do this. You have to go in, analyze what they're doing, look at all the different things they're doing, what has worked, what hasn't, and then you can make a decision. You can say, okay, this is going to be right for you. This is worth trying. This is not prob probably going to work for you. That's when you can make those decisions. If you're just jumping to this conclusion that this is stupid just because you heard it was stupid 
or whatever, and you're just assuming every single person that does this is stupid, bad decision, you are going to really stunt your, your marketing growth really bad, really, really bad. And you're going to get in some, you're going to get the chance to be with some, uh, business owner that spends a good amount of money and he's going to mention like TV advertising or something he's doing. You're going to be like, yeah, that's real stupid. Why are you doing that? Let's do some direct marketing only to find out that this guy's actually getting a lot of business from his TV. Cause believe it or not, pretty much every channel out there can be worked. You know, there's businesses that spend a lot of money and they use all different channels. Okay. They use every kind of chan media channel you can think of with various degrees of success. Some of them even use a newspaper with success. And if you say that's stupid just because it's the newspaper or something, you have a lot to learn. You are not going to make a very good business consultant. That business owner is going to be like, what are you talking about? Like, this guy doesn't even, he's just saying this is stupid. You have to actually think of what they're, you have to think of what's going on and analyze. We're like doctors. We are like doctors. We have to diagnose. You imagine going into the doctor and you're like, oh, my back hurts. And he's like, yep, back, yep, you got a back surgery. Or he just gives you some medicine. Yep, you got to take this. And you're like, well, aren't you going to check me out first? You know, what's this guy doing? He's just saying this. He's, you ever had that? Some people had that where they just like jumped. In, oh, here's this. Take this. Take the hydrocodone. Yeah, you're, it's this. It's, it's that. Oh, head hurts. It's this. You know, what happened to like looking at your chart, looking at your history? What if you have side effects? Okay, you don't prescribe something without looking at the uh, the history of the patient. Okay, don't be, we're like doctors. We're like lawyers. Hey, the lawyer just going to say, okay, well, you're going to have to sue this guy. No, they're, you're going to, they need to get some background information. Okay, what kind of, let me hear what you got going on here. And they'll try to piece together. Doctors get paid the big bucks because they can make these kind of accurate diagnoses. They can take many different variables and look at different things. Okay, this guy's acting like this. This guy is a hist doesn't have any history of this. Okay, this. His age is this. He looks like this. His feet look a little swollen. Maybe he's retaining fluids or something. Maybe it leads to this diagnosis. Like, they use the years of experience and training and schooling and knowledge to make an accurate diagnosis. Be like someone saying, oh, don't take aspirin, stupid. Well, maybe the person can't take, you know, ibuprofen or something. You didn't, I guess, didn't ask about that, did you? We are like doctors. We are, we are supposed to be like them. We're trained. We should be diagnosing things. Let me tell you another story before we go. I hope you get this point across, and I hope you start acting more a little bit like a doctor, you know? Instead of just making these blanket crazy statements, jump into conclusions and start thinking about your, your clients, your patients, whatever, a little bit more and their unique situations. But I had a dentist. Um, my son can't go to his same dentist anymore because he's older. And so I took him to a new dentist because they don't do pediatric or whatever anymore. And the dentist was like, yeah, teeth whitening and all that stuff. He's like, it's a joke. None of it works. He's like the blah, blah, blah. But he's this real old school dentist guy and stuff. And he was fine. But he was like, he was like, and he's like, yeah, teeth, teeth whitening is the biggest scam. There's no, you know, I know that there's teeth. There's a lot of different products and people have their teeth whitening and it actually works. 
<laughs> but this guy was insistent that it was the dumbest thing, did not work scam. So this is not just marketers. This is some, There are probably every profession under the books that will tell you this is bad. This is just stupid. This is dumb. Where you'll have another person say, okay, maybe this is the right thing to do. Uh, another, uh, oh, the story I wanted to tell you actually was my truck. Okay, so I have, so I, t I t tend to actually drive my vehicles pretty much into the ground. Like I had, a, I had a 99 Honda Civic that I bought new when I was 18 years old, and I drove that 398,000 miles. Put every mile of those on. Then I bought an Expedition, Ford Expedition, because I got a big family. Uh, two years old, I bought it from a doctor uh, in 2012, and I've been driving that. And the thing, you know, I so I haven't had a car payment in forever, you know. And I like so I've been really good with vehicles. Like I, you know, I, they have turned into kind of investments for me, long term investments. But for various reasons, I need a lease. I just need. I don't want to deal with the hassle. I want to have my wife have something to go pick up groceries, and not worry about repairs, and just have a new one every couple of years. Whatever. Barely put any miles on it. It was the right thing to do in in this situation, but. My truck, my expedition, I don't think I've really told this, this story much, but it's a good marketing story because it ties in with this, this lesson. It was, uh, it was like losing power. Like I could, like it would drive fine, totally fine, but then on hills, it would just struggle. And it would, and it was kind of intermittent and it was just, it was, it would be really bad sometimes. And I learned the quirks of like when it would be good and when it would be bad. And so I took it to, I took it to my mechanic. The problem is that you have to actually go up on the hill, on a hill to see it happen. You have to experience it. So I took it to my mechanic and he's like, yeah, I don't, everything runs fine. It's not pulling any codes. It's everything is running good. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, we drove around up the hill. Blah, blah. So I'm like, oh, crap deal with that for like a year, gets frustrating going up like a steep hill, take it to another mechanic, and this guy's like, yeah, no codes, it runs fine, I drove it around, it's fine, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm like, oh man, went like another, I went like two or three years with it like this. Took it to the dealership, right? I'm like, okay, they're going to screw me uh, money-wise, but they're going to figure out what's wrong. They hook it up to all the computer systems, they run all the diagnostics, I pay God knows how much to have them. They drive it around and nothing, nothing, zero. They're like, it's totally fine. They're like, it's, it, I don't know. Um, it's my Alexa. I'm at home now. I'm not in the office. So you're hearing all the stupid devices go off. So eventually, I think I see a Google review somehow of a mechanic near me. There's a million mechanics. But the guy was, there was review was like, if this guy can't, you know, this guy does performance vehicles and no one else could find whatever thing out and he found it out. I'm like, okay, maybe this guy. And then I'm looking and he's got like a performance shop. He's got like a the dyno thing and stuff. And he works on like hot rods or something. And he's just, he does all this like performance stuff. So I give him a call, told him my situation. I said, you know, I brought this three or four times. It's just been happening for years. I saw this review. I said that, and they said that, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to look, I'm going to be able to figure this out. Sure enough, he figures it out. He f and guess what it was? It was literally the car, there was carbon buildup on, uh, 
I guess the engines are like the eco boost or something, and they're like they're supposed to be super efficient, and that in turns makes them uh, it builds up a lot of carbon, and so it was literally just running like cleaners through the engine or whatever to to clean off the carbon deposits. It was just basically choking out like it wasn't getting enough air or fuel or whatever because of this carbon on hills. But he found that by literally, he, he said, I just took, Alexa, be quiet. He literally, he said, I took the computer, I plugged it in, and I drove it around up a steep hill, like you said, where it happened, and it told me what was, it. it the computer showed what was going on as he went up the steep hill. So this guy... And I was able to figure it runs like a champ right after. They cleaned it out and runs great. This guy just took the time. Okay, he just took the time. He he did what I was saying, would, where I was seeing the problem. He plugged the computer in. He didn't send one of his guys to do it. Alexa, stop. God. He took the time. And I'm like, God damn, this guy is a professional. He's a real professional. And here we are marketers, and we're trying to like do everything. You're like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this yourself. you got to hire to outsource this and outsource Filipino people to do this and outsource that. You don't want to do You don't want to spend any time with clients. You just want to bang them over the head. No. Why not be a professional for once and actually listen to your clients and listen to what they got going on and listen to what they've done before? Instead of trying to bang them over the head and try to sell them something or tell them that there's nothing you can do. Listen to what they have to say. Figure out as we're professionals. We're like we're no different. Okay? If you're not trying if you're trying to skip that whole thing, you're gonna be stuck doing nothing but selling two hundred to three hundred dollar deals here and there. You're not gonna get called back. You're not going to get called for the thousand, multi-thousand dollar projects. You're not going to be called for advice. You're just going to be like a peddler. Don't, maybe that's fine with you, but if you really want to be a professional, if you want to be a marketing professional, just like any professional anywhere, I don't care what industry it is, doctor, tattooist, freaking aquarium keeper, uh martial arts instructor, like any profession you can, any industry you can be a professional. There are professionals and there's people just doing those jobs. Be the professional, please. That's all I got for you today. Look forward to a new episode next week.